0: It's the Sean Pittman Show, where we talk about politics, sports, entertainment, and business. Here's your host, Sean Pittman.
1: Hey, 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 good morning everybody Welcome to the Sean Pittman Show I hope you had a great week And of course, Sunday we start your week here at the Sean Pittman Show Text someone, tell someone that the show is about to begin right after this You're listening to the Sean Pittman Show Good morning everybody and welcome back to the Sean Pittman Show And uh, man, what a week as we um, as we go into the holidays Thanksgiving's getting started here And uh uh, I know it's the favorite time of year for a lot of people. Uh, I, I don't know if it's the favorite time of year for our guests today. Y'all have been watching social media. We have been, man, we have been paying attention to this powerful young man down in south florida named andy enriquez and (laughs) we've got him on the phone today the ultimate storyteller uh and 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 a really really good friend of mine um andy welcome to the show man
0: hey sean man i just appreciate you having me i've been looking forward to this and uh can't wait for us to have a great conversation, my
1: man. Well, listen, I'm looking forward to it, too, man. I have been, I've been thinking about it because, you know, I have people ask me all the time, like, you know, who motivates you? And what's interesting is, you know, you... You you can choose your motivator. I mean, your motivator doesn't have to choose you, right? I mean, and and Andy, you're one of my motivators, man. I watch you, I follow you on social media, and I'm listeners. I'm telling you some you don't know, so you ought to Google Andy Enriquez right now, uh, just so that you can follow our conversation. But Andy, you have I, I saw you start off as a motivational speaker, and and really tapping into the things that that charge people and pull out the best of themselves. And I've seen that morph into you telling people that other people don't have to tell your story. Uh, You can tell your story. Tell me how you went from one thing to another and how it's going.
0: Yeah, you know, I've had to pivot several times. I think for all of us uh, who are in different stages in our lives, whether we're entrepreneurs or if it's in your daily life, you know, you'll start off doing something and then you'll come to the realization that maybe perhaps it's time to create a shift. It's time to pivot. And, you know, I start off, like you said, you know, I, you know, for most folks who are listening in right now, uh, I was the furthest thing that you would ever think from a motivational speaker. I actually used to be a CPA working one of the big four public accounting firms. That's um, right. One of those number guys. Sean, Sean, you remember that? I followed the script, man. I, I you know, I got my undergraduate, uh, graduated summa cum laude. You know, got my master's right. degree in corporate accounting. Came a CPA, worked with PricewaterhouseCoopers. And you know, the pivot we're talking about, I've had to do that multiple times. So first, I'm working with PwC, and I come to the realization, like, man, these are amazing people, amazing company, but yet and still, something inside me would say, man, there's got to be more than this. And right, I know that there's right. some people listening in right now. You're in the midst of doing something and there's something inside of you that say, man, there has got to be more than this. And you perhaps have been scared. And I'm gonna be honest with you, Sean. I, I was scared when, when that first came up, man. I, I was scared to take a chance on myself. I was scared of, you know, what would happen. I was I didn't want to disappoint my mom who was bragging and telling everybody, my son, my son, Enzi, he's a CPA. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So she would be telling everybody, and uh, and I, I took a step of faith, man. In December of 2004, and I, I stepped out and to be quite honest with you, I did not know what I was going to do. I just knew that it was it was a season and a time for something new. Hey,
1: and Andy, I let me top, any, stop you right there, event. Andy, before you go forward, because yeah. what you just said, it, look. 99% of our listeners, you just started, they just started honing in on exactly what you're talking about now. But because how many of them, how many of us get to that point right there where we don't know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, Sean, sometimes what we're expecting to have it all figured out before we move. And the reality of it is it, we'll never have it all figured out. I mean, you you know that, Sean, I've, 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 you know, you're talking about how I've been one of your motivators. You've been one of my motivators. I have watched you over the years, uh, ever since my years back at, at Florida State, on how you are always pivoting, always improving, always progressing, and many times, quite frankly, we didn't have it all figured out, right? But that's we right. But we move forward right. anyway. And 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 for me, that's always been the key. Knowing, you know, some people would rather sit in the midst of what they're doing right now because it's familiar, because it's comfortable, even though it's not what they really want right so we all have to come to a point where we say you know what even though i don't have it figured out even though i don't know what all the steps are i'm going to move forward and that's what i had to do when i first left corporate america and then pursued this dream of becoming a speaker and an entrepreneur and i really didn't know what i was doing i had no idea how things were going to work out and i started to build some traction as a motivational speaker but when I looked around, Sean, what I realized is that, that there was a lot of motivational speakers out there. And, and I think there's a lot this of them. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so what happens is at some point for all of us, and I know many of the listeners are, are entrepreneurs and people in businesses and so forth. We've got to you know boil down and figure out what your niche is going to be. right? Some, one of my mentors told me a long time ago, the riches is in the niches. And so one of the things that I always had a proclivity to, one of the things I really loved was, you know, using stories from the stage. And I realized that you don't have to just be a motivational speaker, but entrepreneurs, influencers, everybody can find a way to elevate their business, their products and their services if they find a way to leverage stories. And so I just became obsessed with stories and decided to sort of transform my brand from being a motivational speaker to a storytelling trainer and a storytelling keynote speaker. So now, Sean, as you know, I I get the luxury and the privilege to help people who are entrepreneurs, speakers, coaches, influencers, to develop powerful stories that allows them to connect with people and and enroll them. So
1: Andy, let me ask you this. So what's your ideal? um, uh, Because first of all, thank you for all that. That's, um, I think you're hitting people where they are. You're meeting them where they are. And but what's your ideal uh, scenario? Is it a room full of 500 people, 1,000 people, 20,000 people? Or mm-hmm. is it a living room um, uh, of people where you can really uh, intimately approach uh, your storytelling?
0: Yeah, you know, you know, Sean, the thing is I- I've been so blessed and fortunate that that uh, God has opened doors for me in, in all those things. So I've had the opportunity to... You know, speak in front of audiences as, as much as thousands and, and 5,000 uh, people. I just had a repeat client yesterday. Um, that, you know, I went to go speak to. And, and quite frankly, um, I, I enjoy both. I love the intimacy of small groups because I can get deeper uh, and help them. But I also love large audiences. But let me tell you what the key is. The beautiful thing about great stories is that you can be in front of a large audience or even in front of an intimate audience and every single person feel as if you're speaking directly to them. And that is the power of storytelling is that it has the capacity to be able to connect with people on a one-on-one basis. I mean, Sean, you know this, when, you know, even when we start thinking about politics, how immediately when someone's even considering running for office, one of the first things that their party has to figure out is, okay, what's gonna be your story? Because they know that in order to build traction, we've got to get some buy-in. In order to get buy-in, get we got to get connection.
1: Yeah, you got to get relatable. That's right. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And, 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 and so, so it's not and different so in me, your field I, I've enjoyed both settings, man. Small settings, large settings. But the key to be effective in both, I believe, is you've got to be a great storyteller.
1: Well, I, I think that's, and that's what I find find interesting, right? Because it's, it's like everybody, no matter who you meet. And, and what where they fit on the spectrum of, of life, we all have a story. And I think what you make me think about is, you know, well, who is in charge of your story, right? Are you in charge of your story or are you allowing somebody else to be in charge of your story? And I think um, the interesting thing about, you know, people who have the ability to, to, to motivate people, especially somebody like you. When I when I agree with you that there are a lot of motivational speakers, look, man, there are motivational speakers out there who ain't done nothing in life. Right? And they're out there telling people how to get it done. And, and anytime you get a question like, well, okay, well, give us examples in your life of how you've done that. And it's absolutely hilarious because people start clearing their throat. But they're good. But Andy Enriquez, and uh, I tell y'all why why I'm doing that later. But uh, but but you really your story when you talk about the options that you had that you were not had you were living a corporate life and you didn't wait till you were you know 55 60 to decide corporate life not for me you decided that that your story where it goes from now to from then to now is a corporate sort of thing where you can get all this stuff that's inside of you out to help other people I hear you talking about God all the time I hear you talking about family all the time and taking care of your body and your health And I mean it, it, you're, you're, the messages that you're delivering man are messages that we all need to hear How, who motivates you
0: yeah you know I, I tell you this I am always always a student John I, th- I think that's the key you know I, I never for a moment Start feeling as if, you know, I've, I've learned enough. I am always uh, picking up some books to read. I'm always on YouTube listening to videos. I'm always signing up for personal development events. Uh, and quite, uh, quite honestly, people say, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good at enrolling people. And they're saying, Andy, you're so good at enrolling. Well, the thing is, I'm congruent with, with, with the message I'm bringing because I'm a firm, firm believer in personal development. So I'm always pulling out my credit card uh, and signing up for different coaching programs and, and mentorship. And so I have no, no problem telling people that they need to do the same uh, in their life. And I'll tell you this, Sean. One of the things that we do on my email list, we send out a survey, and I think you'll you'll appreciate this. One of the questions I ask in the survey is, in the past 12 months, how much money have you spent on your personal development? And one of the ranges is zero to $500. And every single time, Sean, that someone checks off that box and someone on my team speaks to them, it's always the same same dialogue that they would love to. Uh, invest in personal development, but they don't have any money. And so there's a direct correlation with the way that we show up in our lives and what we do as far as what we're investing in ourselves. And so I would say to anybody, regardless of what your means are, I, it's great you asked that question, Sean, because we all need somebody that motivates us. And so, you know, I've always been a student of the greats of the Les Brown. I trained under him many years ago. Uh, I still consume so much of his stuff. There's a, a great businessman by the name of Ed Mylette. I'm always on YouTube, uh, digesting everything that he puts out. Uh, And as you know, Sean, I was blessed and honored. One of the stations that I love consuming their stuff is called Goldcast. That's right. And just (laughs) just, just the other week, they released one of my videos. And last time I checked, it has over a million views, man. So it's, it's just crazy.
1: That's amazing And I I did I I think I texted you To congratulate you on that That was uh, That was pretty awesome Uh, Andy Most of the listeners That uh, uh, That know me In North Florida uh, Up here Know that I'm a mama's boy Man Uh, Don't don't talk about (laughs) my mama Don't talk about my mama Uh, (laughs) Don't Everybody know Wilhelmina Uh, She runs things uh, Today And always And uh, Andy You're a mama's boy too and uh, can you talk a little bit? You, 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 you tell a story about your mom. Will you tell yeah, our yeah. Lis- listeners how your mom impacts you every day?
0: Oh, man, John. I respect mama's boys,
1: Andy. I have a lot of respect for mama's boys.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. I I tell you, you know, mom, what's amazing about her, man, is I, I just reflect and think back, and thank God mom's still here, is that, you know, here's a woman who came to the United States with $150 to her name, from Haiti, the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. And the thing is, my mom, I never heard her really complaining or making excuses. All she did was just make things happen. And what I love this, Sean, and I think about, you know, I think about some of the things that's happened in my life. And my wife's always saying, Oh, I don't need to give you uh, a boost in self-confidence. Your mom did a great job at that, right? She's always teasing me about that. And I look back and I think about this, Sean. My mom never ever told me I couldn't do anything. She would always say when. Like, when you do this. I remember one time, Sean, and you can appreciate this. uh, I had left some dishes uh, in my bedroom. And I remember being a little boy, my mom came in the room and she was like, you left the dishes. She said, when you have your mansion, you won't be leaving your dishes in a room like that. That's the kind of stuff my mom would say to me, mm. right? You just think about being a little boy and just the mm. way she would speak. She said, when? And she never, ever told me I couldn't do anything. And I just had that belief. Like, anything I put my mind to, uh, I could do it. Um, and so that's how she's impacted my life, man, is that, you know, just number one, knowing that you can do it. And the other thing is, as you know from her story, I don't want to give it away. I'm going to suggest anyone listening in uh, that you find that video, you look for Andy Henriquez Goldcast. It's on, it's on Facebook. It's on YouTube. It's on Instagram. Uh, but, but the other lesson, of course, Sean, is that from my mom is that, that the, the, the premise of just showing up, you know, that's the name of my book is show up for your life. That's actually the name of my company. And that's the core message that I started my speaking career with was the message of showing up. And so my mom taught me that regardless of the circumstances, regardless of the naysayers, regardless of what's happening, the the main thing that you got to do is at least put yourself in the game and at least show up. George Bell has a quote that I love, Sean. He says that you can pretend to care. You can pretend to care about your goals, your dreams, your vision. You can pretend to care about taking your life to the next level. But there is one thing that you cannot pretend to do and that is, you can't pretend to show up. Wow. Either you do or you don't. You know that, Sean.
1: I do. And, and you know what? To all our listeners, if you're just tuning in, we're talking to Andy Enriquez uh, out of South Florida, motivational speaker and storyteller. And he shows up. And I did. I remember reading your book, Andy, and uh, it was quite a motivation. And you need to write a few more books, uh, brother, because um, uh, <laughs> you have a lot to say and and you touch right into what people need to hear, and you don't do it because it sounds good. You do it because it's your story, and people relate to it um, directly. Uh, so thank you for that. And 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 I agree with you and your mom about showing up. It's it's like my my nine year old who's in ballet, and you know sometimes uh, you know the world at nine years old is different than <laughs> than our world, but <laughs> but it's relative, right? And, you know, when I'm taking her to ballet, sometimes she gets really upset and she and she loves ballet, but she just don't feel like going sometimes. (laughs) And I say to her, I say, you know what? Remember that time that you went, you showed up and when you left, you were so happy you went because whatever you were dreading that day, it wasn't as bad as you thought it was going to be. And. At nine, she has learned that Andy and I think it is incumbent upon our parents to point these things out to kids when they're at that point of consumption, right? Like right now, you know, at my age, man, I can't consume too much. I can't. My brain won't won't take in too much. But at her age, everything sticks to her. Um, so Andy, thanks for for saying that. Business for business people listening to the show, Andy. How does storytelling help them grow their businesses?
0: Yeah, you know, the reality of it is, man, uh, the the marketplace is becoming more and more competitive. You know, we're all pretty much uh, scrambling to get in front of the same customer and clients. And, And regardless of what industry you're in and you're listening in right now, chances are there's some competition out there. And so the days of just trying to tell people about your products and your services and describing your products and services and saying stuff like, We're going to take good care of you. We're going to be on time. We follow through. When you make comments like that, you sound like every other person that provides similar products or services as you. So we need a differentiator. We need something that is going to position us to be able to connect with people on a different level so that we can enroll them. And storytelling is one of the best ways to do that. Because oftentimes when people are making a decision to buy or people are making a decision to partner up with you or they're making a decision to give you more of their time so that they can find out how you can collaborate it's gonna happen as a result of emotion and so one of the best ways for us to connect with people on an emotional basis is through stories so I empower and I always be the first one to tell people regardless if they worked with me or anybody else that one of the best tools that you have Is the ability to tell and share stories that connect with people and attract them. Like, we want to get away from that chasing customers down mindset. There's nothing fun about chasing opportunities and chasing customers. You want to have a message that is so clear in the marketplace. You want to be so compelling. You want to have such a relatable story that people are still attracted to you and rather than you chasing clients, they're chasing after you. And the reason why they're chasing after you is because they feel like there's a connection, a valid, genuine connection. And that's why I always tell entrepreneurs, learn how to tell good and strategic stories. And Sean, I, 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 you know, the worst thing they could do is make the mistake that all we're saying is just to tell stories. No, we're talking about strategic <laughs> stories. Like exactly. learn the craft of stories. You, know? <laughs> you know, learn how to tell a story that actually makes a point. Learn how to tell a story that enrolls people emotionally. Learn how to tell a story that's actually engaging, not just the way you talk to your friends and family members and keep just going through a chronological sequence of events and people just, you know, you, they start losing interest.
1: Well, Andy, that's, uh, I mean, that's, that's funny because people do tell a lot <laughs> of stories, man. So I'm glad you clarified that. Um, well, Listen, I, I I don't want to keep you too much longer. I, I do thank you so much for taking the time and 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 to be here, but also thank you for saying those things from time to time that touch me and motivate me. Um, I was telling people that my emphasis on your name, uh, it, there's a story behind it, and I tell you, it also it's a, it's a story that when I think so think about it, thinks about it. When I think about it, Andy. Um. I think I always knew this is who you were going to be because I knew Andy y'all a long time ago when he was a student at Florida State and I watched him matriculate and grow into a a responsible, incredible man. And when I first met him, uh, most people would just pronounce his name Andy Enriquez. Every single time he would say, it's Enriquez. (laughs) So so I don't know that he has to do that anymore. But uh, but it said that that back then you were going to tell your story and you weren't going to allow anybody else to tell it. And, uh, man, I applaud you, and I thank you. As we go into this Thanksgiving holiday, um, I just want to give you a, a big shout-out and say that I'll continue to listen, continue to watch, and continue to watch you grow. And, and thank you in advance from time to time um, talking to me directly.
0: Hey, Sean, and, and let, me, let me just say this, man. Um, you know, I, I myself and I would watch and observe uh, back at Florida State when I was an undergrad, um, how you would just sow seeds. and you were you were you were particular. you 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 had this special gift of being able to see things in some of the guys. And if you saw something, you would take the time, whether it's just a side conversation, Hey, come with me real quick, Hey, let me talk to you, ask us some questions, and you were sowing those seeds, man. And I, I think about it particularly about three people that I remember that i would watch you sow some seeds into and and i see them go on to do some extraordinary things man so all you're looking at is some of the seeds that you've invested in us man you're starting to see those seeds flourish and i appreciate you man i appreciate this opportunity to come here and hang out with you and uh and the listeners uh today um and uh just keep doing what you're doing brother because you inspire me as well
1: well thank you Andy, and everybody google and check out andy enriquez and uh i think you'll find something there for you as well andy thank you we'll talk soon to the rest of you stay with us we'll be right back for the pitman point it's time for pitman's
0: point on 96 one jams
1: welcome back to the sean pitman show i want to thank andy for coming on the show and as i said during the show i've known andy a long time and uh you know what he's been motivating people not just by his words but just you know his accomplishments uh, have just been outstanding and uh, just want to thank him for coming on the show and before we get to the Pittman point um, you know I want to give a shout out to the Big Ben Minority Chamber of Commerce, their president, Antonio Jefferson, and their leadership team and their board. Um, this past week, we saw them at the school board handing over a check for $12,500 to go to a, to Title I schools and a fund to fund Title I schools uh, and for, with, with discretionary dollars. Just unbelievable as we think about coming into Thanksgiving. Um, what an amazing um, thing that they're doing in adopting these Title One schools, and you know what? They're not just talking about it; they're doing it. And I was there and watching it, and I can tell you that the superintendent, Rocky Hanna, basically said, uh, "I know you guys were uh, adopting us, but I thought you were coming back with like fifteen hundred or uh, two thousand dollars. I really didn't realize that you were serious about this." Um, so, to the Big Bend Minority Chamber, congratulations, and all of us out here are happy that you're serious about taking. Care of these kids. It is Thanksgiving week, y'all, and all across the country, families uh, will be coming together to celebrate the holidays, spending time with loved ones and eating some good food if you're lucky. And here at the Sean Pittman Show is no different. Uh, Thanksgiving is a wonderful time to check in with yourselves and to make sure that you're living the life with some healthy perspective. Because as we know, there is always plenty to be thankful for. So, the Pitman point today is be thinking while you're thinking. Let me say that again be thinking while you're thinking. Be thoughtful while you're thankful. Let's all try to find ways to be better versions of ourselves and work hard to make the people around us know just how thankful we are to have them in our lives. Remember this holiday season that a little kindness goes a long way. So, when you're rushing through the stores on Black Friday trying to score some deals, Try to think that the person you're cutting off to get that steal of a deal might just need it a little bit more than you. (laughs) This has been the Sean Pittman Show. And remember, y'all, we're taking off next week, um, but we want to hear from you. We want to play a show that you particularly enjoyed or you'd missed. Uh, Just let us know on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Sean Pittman Show. And by the way, have a great, great Thanksgiving, and we are thankful for you. Thank you for being a part of uh, this show, and we'll see you in seven.